terms. And conditions. And conditions. <laughs> I love Cardi B, man. You guys want Cardi B. She's awesome. awesome. Human being. Yeah. And she knows how to capitalize on her fame as well. Oh, hell yeah, man. She knows what she's, she knows what she's worth. Uh, and the best part is that she's that's her that's her, that's her authentic self she's not yeah. playing up or nothing oh, nah. no 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 you know what the funny thing is a while back because <clears throat> i didn't start following her until like you know i had a record and that but yeah. it was more when i watched her because so because i had her records i didn't it was one of those ones where i didn't care enough you see things and you assume and you just judge and you just think ah, you know what it's just another female artist who's doing this thing it's you know i'm gonna look this way but man, yeah. I saw her on Rhythm and Flow, man. She is funny, bruv. I was laughing my pants off. Like, you know, there are people who are just like naturally like, that's just her. She's silly. She's stupid. And for me, because mm. of my nature, the way I am naturally anyway, that kind yeah. of um, kind of feeds into my soul, you know, her, her silliness, just the way she comes with things off the cuff, like, you know, just sitting here, popping my pussy. And you're just like, what <laughs> is that? Like, you're on live TV, you know? Oh, sorry, you're on Netflix and like, you know, with all these people around you and you're just saying stuff, you know, just like, and it just, it just pops. It's not like, you know how the people could say that and it's just like, oh, come on, Jeremy, grow up or, you know, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? you know? And then people would do something like that. Whoa, that's so cool. Mm. And I think, I think with her, why it's so, what what's so endearing to people is the fact that it's, it's the truth. She's not mm. putting it on. Mm-mm. You know, there's people who do that and you're like, yeah, yeah, you're just playing up to the camera, sharp, now sit back down. Mm-hmm. You know, she, that's how she is. Because, like, when she says, "I'm just popping my pussy," everyone knows she used to be a stripper. Yep. Right. And then everyone knows that she used to make them videos for Instagram or whatever, where she's like, genuinely was doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then even when she says, "Look, me, I got famous because obviously got my boobs done. You know, I was known as a stripper mm-hmm. and made funny videos online. And if you're sexy and funny at the same time, so you got a double threat there." And you're talented, so it's triple threat there as well. So, you know, obviously people came to look at her boobs and then they were like, you know, she's kind of funny as well. <laughs> and they're like, oh, she, and she can rap. But you know what? I, I think also a case of, I think the older I've gotten, the more I've less, uh, the less I've become judgmental on how, especially uh, like towards women and how, you know, because obviously I think women have always been sort of, um, we put this moral high ground on people and just, you know, I don't know expect them that they're going to adhere to them or that it's the correct mm-hmm. way to do them you know who's to say that what we're doing is correct and what we're doing is wrong you know she's an opportunity because we men like to yep. do these things and yep. rightly so she utilizes this so if, when we now look at you know this woman and we say oh yeah she came up the wrong way what's the right way you know what because someone has to be diligent or whatever and oh no i don't say diligent because she is diligent she does her job mm-hmm. well, has been there she's been consistent throughout but i mean more in the sense of she's been sort of consistently you know looking towards the future that this is just a, you know the journey i'm going on now but mm. it's not my it is not my end it's not my mm. it's, it's not my you, you know the, my what's the word i'm looking for help me out nigga. help me out nigga. uh what's the word that we need here um well but, but basically that, i think i think it, it was it, when you said journey that's that's not too far off because that was never her final destination. It was just her vehicle to get to where she wanted to be, which is here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is here, mm-hmm. which is to get to the part where you care about her beyond her boobs mm-hmm. or beyond her, you know, her silliness, mm. where she's a viable artist, 
uh, which is what she identifies as now, and mm. a businesswoman as well. Yeah, but do, do you find that sometimes, like, especially with women, you as a man looking at the women in, in general, like, women women on women, in some cases you'll find that women will, I think in this day and age you're finding more support towards, like, you know, uh, women towards women and such, but there's still a big element where, which I feel personally, that women don't support each other as much because the way they look at each other like going back to that point of you look at them and be like oh yeah you didn't get here the correct way you know you're a stripper but if a writer writes a book and becomes famous it's like oh yeah you got there the right way but we don't say that to men like you know (laughs) you know man could have gone through a weird trip hard and you know useless waste man and then he makes it but no one ever sort of did that you know sort of um deemed him the way that we do women if you see my drift right yeah no i see i see i see what you're saying because the easiest the the, the, the if anyone ever does that i say okay um first of all look at women magazine yeah mm-hmm. women are the first one to say don't objectify me i'm mm-hmm. more than just my face i'm more than just makeup you open up a women's magazine <laughs> first, the, the way they used to be is like oh with that circle oh look at how she's worn her makeup oh, look at that dress oh look at how she's revealing everything she's mm-hmm. fat she's got cellulite whatever and <laughs> then you're like yeah. okay okay mm-hmm. so then you're telling me not to do that mm-hmm. but you're doing that mm-hmm. so which is it oh yeah you know men are objectifying women da, 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 da. and then and then you're like you know you're finding well we just copy and you we do if you if you demonstrate to us what is acceptable what is unacceptable mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna do right <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? that's exactly what we're gonna do we're not gonna sit over here and make life difficult for ourselves for no reason <laughs> you, you know and, and as far as guys are concerned mm-hmm. i think again collectively subconsciously society have agreed that when some, when a guy does something and when a, when a mama does something those are different mm. that's not necessarily right mm-hmm. but it's approved subconsciously by society and i think what's happened lately is that a number of people have come down and said, no, that's not okay. That's, mm-hmm. that's an improper way for us to live together as human beings. Mm-hmm. If we're saying equal is equal, then it's equal, then isn't it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if a guy did it, but if a woman did it. You can never take away from the fact that ultimately, and people, as much as people try to say, oh, no, but men and, men and women, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. I always say, look, men and women are different, okay? But those differences should not be used against each other. They should be used like they should be used to help each other. Mm-hmm. They say, yeah, but how many women different? I'm like, stop, man. Mm. I don't get a period. Mm. Right? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what it's like to get so Sometimes period. the way you be coming at me sometimes with your moods, I'm like, yo. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get boots ring, but I don't get a period. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 this, but this is what I mean it's like it's like so um, if, if, if a mama says I need time off because mm-hmm. I'm having uh, trouble with feminine times mm-hmm. guys are not going to be like fuck that get back to work you know? <laughs> <Some> <laughs> <men might be. laughs> Do you know what I'm saying if I have to come to work you have to come to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, some men are different. Some are like, no, you got a little trickle happening. Nah, 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 nah. Come into work. Yeah, but you <laughs> see, those are those are those are the exception. That's not mm-hmm. that's not the normal. Normal people, everybody understands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. When women get to that point, you have to leave them alone, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Right? Nobody is sitting there saying, if you want peace, if you're a man and you want peace, mm-hmm. if she tells you she needs to sit there, let her sit down. 
Mm. Right? This is generally going to come back and bite you in the ass later. Just leave it. Just pick your battles. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and that's what I'm saying. But, but then the, those are the differences that I'm talking about. Is like those, you shouldn't use those to tear each other down. You should use those and understand that mm. certain exceptions have to be made. Mm-hmm. And that's not to give one an advantage over the other, mm-hmm. but that's to accommodate for the fact that you're different than me. Mm. Right? I'm not saying you're weaker. I'm just saying you're different. You go through different things than I do. Mm-hmm. And it would be wrong to treat us all the same. Because if I say we treat all the same, then mm-hmm. fuck that. If I don't take, take a break, then you don't take a break. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. If I have to lift uh, a pallet 20 kilograms over my head, I don't give a shit whether you're physically weak or not. Mm-hmm. We're the same. Do it. Mm-hmm. Right? No. So, uh, and then people say, yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, well, what are you talking about then? You know, mm-hmm. I, I know the people who say, at the, oh, well, certain jobs should just be, c- certain jobs, certain jobs should just be for men. Certain, that's bullshit, I think. Yeah, that's true. You know, if, if you're talking mm-hmm. about, like, for example, computer programmer, yeah, mm-hmm. that any, if you've got a brain, mm-hmm. should, it doesn't matter what your gender is, mm-hmm. do the job. Because, mm-hmm. All, all I would say is you need, just need to be good at it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, don't expect at you, just because you're a woman, I'm mm. going to give you a break. Mm. No. Time of the month or now, we all got deadlines. Yeah, man. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And don't, don't, don't act like time of the month just came up and shocked you out of the blue like you never knew it was coming. Mm. Build that into the program. Say, look, I'm efficient from here to here and I'm going to need <laughs> help when it, comes, when it comes to here. Yeah, man. So, oh, yeah, I feel you. You know, so I think, I think in, in that yeah in, in that respect I think that's where that's where now I think things are different I think people have all started to realize yeah it's true there are differences and we should definitely make exceptions and if you know the mama wants to go find something to do even though she's a kept woman if she wants to find something to do then let her in it that's mm-hmm. that's okay it's, it's her right as a human being to 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 be able to, to produce mm-hmm. you know? mm. but I, you know I don't know what they've realized but it does feel better now when you, well, I know there's still a long way to go, but I think when you look at the most environments now, work environments, or even just um, even outside of work, you're seeing that sort of growth and sort of move, that move forward slightly, you know, this definitely traction in the whole, you know, women's movement. Um, mm-hmm. I don't say women's movement because it's, just, it's not women's movement. It's more just about rights and um you know it should be really a movement for all, all of us to be partaking but i don't know man it, i feel now you know it, it's it's there's more traction you know i think mm-hmm. the, 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 the me too thing um obviously definitely you know made people sort of sit up and be like well this is happening essentially now you know in this day and age that people are still doing this but... well i think that me too movement shocked everyone where people are like whoa, whoa, I didn't realize it was that bad. I mean, okay, yeah, I know people do sketchy stuff, but they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I didn't know it was that sketchy, like crazy like that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, for example, Harvey Weinstein just having a wank in front of someone. And you're like, <laughs> bro, what are you doing, bro? That's and now he's got coronavirus as well. Are you hear about that coronavirus situation? No. He can't catch a break, my friend. <laughs> it's like... Oh, he, he, oh, he got coronavirus. He got coronavirus, apparently. Unlucky. But you see, the thing is, he doesn't believe he did anything wrong Mm-mm. up to now. Mm-mm. He thinks he's like he's the victim. Yep. And you know what's wild? I saw his lawyer mm-hmm. come on the on the TV show and be like, oh, on the on the on address the media and like, yeah, 
this is uh, you know, I'm very disappointed by the, 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 the judgment. Right? Yes, yeah, a miscarriage. You know, um, how you know that judge was a coward. I'm like, yo, you're a woman. Mm. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't tell me you don't understand, nigga. She's a. You human. can't tell me you don't understand. Forgetting the fact that she's a woman, right? She's a human, right? And she's been paid, right? She's a retainer, and whatever she's getting is a. How many people do you know that like, we see even black lawyers, you know, prosecuting black people for a fake crime that we know of, that you you literally you're looking at evidence, you're like, oh my, seriously, if this goes like any longer, like literally, I'm gonna lose, lose you know, the will to live, and then the guy gets, you know, the brother gets, um, you know, sentenced, and you're like, how the hell? But so I think it's the same thing, isn't it? Like money talks, and beyond anything else, people's, you know, loyalties slide, you know, beyond the pound or the dollar or the euro, whatever the currency is, and people don't care about anything else that's what it speaks volumes man money 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 well that's sad because then now you're what you're doing is empowering your enemy mm-hmm. to work against you and tomorrow when when somebody grab your boob mm-hmm. or, you, or try to finger you without your permission <laughs> then i'm just going to remind you and say hey you said it was cool but it's not human nature though like you know where we self-sabotage ourselves and then we do this outcry thing of you know of angst and anguish of oh, how could have this you know how could we have let the ball you know taken off our eye off the ball so badly and now things are so bad you know it's yeah. human nature the amount of times we've essentially fucked up you know whether it's anything around us our families or whatever and then you know you come back and you have that self-reflection and the whole you know oh i'm not infallible i'm just a human being you know uh, it's like it's, it's and, 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 and i think that's the other part where you have to look at yourself because i remember one time I was having a conversation with and she was telling me about like you know women's rights and so on and she's quite big on that as well mm-hmm. and i was listening and i was like okay cool and she goes yeah you know everybody's got unconscious bias and all men have some kind of unconscious bias i was like mm-hmm. yeah but it's not that bad i mean that was like, she goes yeah i bet you've got unconscious biases like probably but i don't think so mm-hmm. um and then i can't remember what she, some scenario she had described and i was just like oh shit you know um how what did she say uh I think it was to do with racism, mm-hmm. um, and and oh, I was telling her that at school I used to bully, I used to bully Indian guys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was in Kenya, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't think. Wait, 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 wait! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped that so casually, like, like I had a, I, I had a samosa. I was like, fam, you, you targeted Indian guys. Yeah, in Kenya, hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred percent. I'm not. I don't. I'm not even sorry about it now. To be fair. Oh I think about it. Why? <laughs> because I just. This is funny. Uh, shit, this is gold. <laughs> because me, I was just like, look here, these guys, these guys, they've come to our country, right? Uh-huh. Come to our country, yeah? yeah. And now all of a sudden they're gonna act like I'm beneath them. They can kiss my ass. <laughs> if you if you if you if you're that hot, yeah, you fuck off back to wherever it is that you came from, innit? Like yeah. Fucking fucking scared from Kenya. So they used to feel like they used to feel like you you come to us. I'm like, <laughs> get fucked. This school is in my country. Let me tell you how the hierarchy goes. Uh-huh. Me, uh-huh. then everybody else, <laughs> then you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god, that's too funny, man. Right. And then she used to be like, "So you don't think, you don't think that? So you think that was right?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What was wrong with that?" <laughs> she was 
Sunshine? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, that was not okay. That was not okay. Oh my god. Like, uh, I don't know what you're on about. These you know, are China. They were China. You know, from the time from the time we were talking to you about uh, flipping growing up in Kenya, yeah? <laughs> there yeah. was a massive disparity between myself and yourself, yeah. And we yeah. were like, I was telling you about growing up in, you know, um Italy and whatnot and I was, I was like, It's so bad area to live in <coughs> Oh, it wasn't back then anyway. Um it was an okay area, right? Yeah. But yeah. Essentially it was still the ghetto, Sandy. Yeah. Now when I remember we were talking and you like you were like, Oh yeah, well, we used to also go out and play, blah blah blah. And then um yeah. you were like, Oh yeah, and then um you know, the, the the guy would be cutting the hedge and we're like, well, You had a hedge? Yeah. It was the most surreal thing for me ever. <laughs> you had a hedge. The yeah. only people I knew who had a hedge were rich people, yeah. And now you're dropping <laughs> this music, yeah. <laughs> no, because I'm like, oh, these niggas <laughs> your, your black privilege is different. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love to say it. Yeah, I don't get it twisted. Like this is like the opposite of saying like a white man talking like you know, yeah, she go back to your fucking country. Now like, this is you, flip <laughs> one Kenyan having people yeah. from your country immigrants here. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're proper middle class. You're even upper class at that point in time. So you were like, yo, get the fuck out of our country. Yo, you know? bro, I didn't see why. What was the hype with these? Though, honestly, I'm looking at them and I'm like. <clears throat> Like, why are they even here, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know me, I, my, my whole thing was why, like... Why are they not seeking new opportunities, don't, don't you think? I didn't have a problem with any of that. This is, this is, this is the bit you're not understanding. Oh, it's they not, that's here in our country mm-hmm. and they want to be racist to us. That was my problem. <laughs> but I don't mm-hmm. have a problem with you being Indian. That's mm-hmm. cool. But, you be Indian as much as you like, yeah? But mm-hmm. understand, you came to me. Would you not the other maybe, way around? Would you maybe think that stems from that sort of neo-colonialism, where after so many years of colonialism and India had already been independent, if not for yes. a very, very long time, and yeah, yeah, democra- democratically, if not even gu- governance-wise, they had yeah. they were slightly above or even ahead of Africa, and they were in a way you could feel they were favoured more. I was actually watching a documentary recently and it was sort of talking about, and I digress slightly, but it's, there's a reason for the background. It's mm-hmm. when you look at India and when the British um, Empire took over India, they, mm-hmm. they didn't build, um, as, as, or I don't want to say they didn't build as many roads, at, you know, heading out, but it was more a case of they built more internal infrastructural, um, for, you know, facilities to help the country grow. Right, because they felt Ooh. it was in, imperative for them as well, for their own, you know, for their own economy, to to, to help India grow. But when you look at Africa, um, everything they built was to take everything out of Africa and, Correct. you know, to to the rest of the world. So in a way, now you can imagine an Indian, you know, who has who, who has known that he's been independent for X amount of years, more than an African, hundred uh, percent, he's gonna feel better that you know, like that, that, that he's better than you. And you can see why. Uh, what's the guy from Uganda's name? Um, Idi Amin. Idi Amin. You can see why he yes. he, he felt that you know he was he felt the same way you were feeling. But, he was like, you don't need to bounce. Yeah, Since yeah. you think you're so good, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you don't need to bounce. I understand because obviously, yeah, they, you know, have obviously experienced that sort of um sort of weird racism in your own country like in kenya yeah. And, yeah and an indian sort of looks at you or talks to you in a particular way and i went to an indian school as well so that or half indian school so i've experienced sort of the good sides and the bad sides of you know where you know the, the indians will feel sometimes you know in some cases that they are better than you you know um for yep. reason, whether it's the monetary value they place upon themselves or their lifestyle or just no it's their life yeah. it's both and also just and also like being indian you know i don't know but yeah 
I think I think it's also like like now I mean the whole argument of skin color mm-hmm. to me was utterly irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Utterly. Mm-hmm. I was like, if we're gonna argue who's best, mm-hmm. I'm the best. Mm. Right? Straight <laughs> up. There was no two ways about that. There's nobody who could tell me nothing. Yep. Right? Uh-huh. You know, if I, I understand why black American people really struggle with identity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because you're from as far as you've ever known existence, you've always been told you are second class. That's and true. in some cases, you are less than nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when we reach back even to how come you're here in the first place mm-hmm. is I bought and sold your people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I was done with them, I did whatever I, I wanted to do with them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Raped, killed, whatever, mm-hmm. how I felt. And then, and then when I was done even with that, I just sold the difference and got my money back. Yeah, and that's been drummed into. Even when people said you're free, you weren't free because if I felt like you pissed me off, I could just hang you off a tree and nobody going to do shit. You don't crow the fuck out of me. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. I kill you, I kill your family, and then I'll go and have a beer with, with my friends and we'll watch your <laughs> lifeless body hanging from a tree. Wow. And then fuck all you're going to do about it. Yeah. So that's, that's true. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. And you know, and that's the truth. And that's happened all the way as recently as the sixties, mm-hmm. right? Oh, even later. So now, even, even, even later. later. Yeah. Yeah. Even up to now, as a black person, mm-hmm. there's some places in the deep south where you can't go. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, crew, don't be yeah. getting around here looking at our cat. Mm-hmm. We don't want any niggers. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, know why we, I don't know why we always assume they're rednecks, but they, <laughs> they are rednecks. You will not come in my neighborhood. You will not cause no problems. Exactly. And, and, they, and they're the ones we don't, they're the ones we know about. And there's mm. so many we don't know about. Yeah. Now, come back to me. Mm-hmm. I'm in Kenya. Mm-hmm. For a start, I am being told our people mm-hmm. never, never, never have been ruled by anybody till the white man came mm-hmm. and then when he came we were against that shit and we fought him tooth and nail mm-hmm. until we kicked his ass and asked him to leave yeah yeah mm-hmm. and he left mm-hmm. and gave the country back to us yep yeah mm-hmm. so we're proud people anyway as it is so and then you look at the people who built the country is us mm-hmm. yeah everybody who got a good job doctors lawyers engineers scientists and everything in between is us, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. So here come along Mr. Patel, all of a sudden, <laughs> trying to tell me that his son is better than me. I can't, like, get the fuck out of here. We kick a white man out of my country, you all fucking needy motherfucker, you gonna come here and tell me. <laughs> Sit the fuck back down, Mr. Patel, and take your little kid review as well. <laughs> you not gonna tell me nothing. And the funny thing is, I understood that uh-huh. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. I like nobody had to sit me down and explain to me, yeah. uh, you know, it's like this, nobody's better than you, you know. Nobody. I just already I came out knowing that, like straight up. Yeah, you you're you're, def- you're definitely right now. I, th- I think the case that you or should I say we um were never enslaved in that on, on that level. Um and yep. later we okay, yeah, some things happened to obviously us as a people, um yes. later, but o- the overall um, grand scheme of things, it's not as messed as the lack of identity that, yeah. like you're saying, um, African Americans. Exactly, and it's looked at. It's like it's like 
that thing when 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 fucked up things happened to us it's war mm. right mm. it was war it wasn't like we were just sitting there taking it it was it, you know there was a struggle this wasn't like these people they disrupted us if they if they tried maybe a hundred years mm. maybe maybe and it wasn't a hundred years straight right mm. they came with some bullshit we believed the bullshit for a little bit and then we were like fuck that shit because when the when did you, you uh British come to Kenya fully to, to take over, like 1900s? No, 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 whoa, 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 no, much, much earlier than that. Um, because if you think about no, it. because they, they, they came, I know they came to explore like in the early 1850s, so on, Kenya Livingstone and his boys, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if you think about it, um, I'm trying to think because what Vasco da Gama, um. Yeah, but, but no, no, Vasco no, no. da Gama was early because well, by the time Vasco, it was Christopher Columbus, wasn't the, it? No, no, no. Vasco da Gama was the Portuguese, and the Portuguese, um, they, they was, they came they in to solve. Yeah, they, they, they paved the way. But you see, they, the, you see, like how Kenya's set up now is not how it was then, right? Oh no, no, like, I know that. But I mean, as in... yeah. So, so like the like how we have tribes, those who might as well have been countries at the end of the day. It's a different people. So, like, and I know I remember reading this history about Kenya, and it was like the. Um, what, the Arabs had, used to come and take slaves all the time from Kenya, all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And the Arab and the Kikuyu man were mortal enemies to the point where the mm-hmm. Arab people decided it wasn't worth the time and the effort to try and capture Kikuyu people mm-hmm. because they, like, they get killed a lot yeah. and they didn't make very good slaves anyway because mm-hmm. they ra- revolt all the time. <laughs> they just don't do shit they don't want to you know they just don't want to do it so fuck mm-hmm. it so then it was like okay so there was an unwritten agreement mm-hmm. when the arab traders come to kenya they stay out of kikuyu land and the kikuyu people were like fine if that's how it's going to be that's how it's going to be but here's going to be how it is mm-hmm. any arab person seen in any part of kikuyu land will be killed on site mm. standard so that like, okay, fair enough. So so the trade carried on, kind of, but but it, it, we we did not remain unaffected. But as as it goes, it was like we were never the, really the target. So that carried on like that. Now when the Mzungu came, Mzungu obviously came with a more sophisticated effort. First of all, he came with religion, and he was like, mm-hmm. oh, let, you know, I'm a missionary. I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I want to show you something different. You are right. So he came right. quiet. I was actually thinking about it now. Is um yeah, it was the 1800s, like something like yeah. 95 is when they started, and then 1920s they took over. Um, That's right. The rule of Kenya. That's right. Pretty wise, yeah. And again, when they took over the rule of Kenya, they didn't take, they never, they never, they never took it in one go like that. Mm-hmm. They took it slowly, and then eventually they were like, "Fuck it, this land here now belongs to the queen, and we're confident that we can take the land." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, that's where divide and conquer came from, because. When they drew the borders to determine this is Kenya, right? Those lines are arbi- not necessarily arbitrary. No, they are. They're arbitrary because it was like um, I remember Kenya and Tanzania. Um, one belonged to Queen Elizabeth. One belonged to her brother or so her it was, uncle. Um, it was Germany, and because um, it was the Berlin Agreement that div- subdivided Africa into bits and bobs, in it. So, so that's right. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, the, the, obviously the because Tanzania back then it was Tanganyika, wasn't it? Yes, and the reason why the reason why Mount Kilimanjaro is in Tanzania is it used to be in Kenya, right? Mm. And the the queen's I think it's his, it's the cousin. He wrote to the queen and said, "You've got two mountains in your territory. I haven't got any. You know, I need one." 
And that's why you find where the borderline is, it just jumps over Mount Kilimanjaro mm -hmm. and carries on. And they did that specifically so that that guy could claim that he has got a mountain in his country. Bloody you see, I mean, so those lines were purely arbitrary. There was nothing, there was nothing about those lines that say they should be here other than I want this much territory. I need this many square meters. Actually, yeah, like for Leopold's, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, his rule over um, the Congo and the way yeah. he used the people there. That um, he was the uh, the king of uh, Belgium, wasn't he? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's like one of the world's biggest atrocities ever taken place. Yeah. Crazy. No one talks about it now. Yeah. Like it's a big deal. Like. Yeah. You know, and it's not in a bad way, but people will talk about the Holocaust and forget about atrocities like that. Like it's, I know we'll talk about the Rwandan genocide and yep. all that stuff, which also was engineered by this whole Leopold movement and or the Belgian and well, Africa as a whole is fucked anyway. But generally talking about this particular region, mm. it was completely fucked. You know, by generations of just the Belgians, just you know, effing shit up, man, for people. I, I just, it makes me angry. He, that, that guy, he just wanted to get rid of all of them. He killed like six million Africans. Man, you know, just really, to shoot, shoot them on sight, shoot really them to shoot them. And, you know, like yep. a whole generation of like kids growing up in that, you know, place who were doing the, you know, what pisses me off is we talk about blood diamonds now. Um, and obviously we, yeah, we blame the West and say, oh yeah, but they're buying the diamonds. But when people look back at the history of it, the, the depth of, how that self hate and that's you know, the way it propagates into the latter generation. So all those kids who are in you know in, in those nineteen twenties or whatever you know are digging for those diamonds, um, mm -hmm. the first generation of blood diamonds if you think about it, you know, yeah. and then that stigma and you know you know even that um, sort of trauma gets you know um, ingrained into your mind and before you know it you become well the, actually you, the, you despise. You see this is where this is how, this is how come the bullshit is so real like when. Um, uh the the german scientists or were doing did experiment to try and understand the trauma that happened to the jews mm. they they were able to figure out that that trauma is transferred through the dna mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and they found evidence that that trauma is still present in people today mm -hmm. from what happened in 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 the holocaust mm -hmm. so then people were like okay so then if that's the case what about black people Oh yeah, yeah, there's a whole movement on that yeah. on that yeah. particular area. Hence why it's actually funny enough you you mentioning it because um it's called post traumatic slave disorder, um yeah. which is if you think about generations and generations. So you think about you're in Africa, you get captured, you know that trauma of just being torn away from your family, if anything. Yep. Well, let's say you're with your family, right? So yeah, um coronavirus day off, you're all going to you know a picnic and then boom, you'll get captured. You get put on a ship you're torn away yeah. from, you know, so obviously you're placed whether it's boy, girl, and then, you know, adults, male, females. Um, so you're put in different cages, all tied up together according to different, um, you know, uh, sizes or whatever. And then you get to America if you survived, you know, so the, the, it was an arduous journey. Obviously you saw people die next to you. People were defecating next to you on top of you, beneath you. The smell yeah. awful. The few times where you're allowed to go above, you know, above deck, when you've got all these sort of, um, you know, bed sores um, from just laying on one position um, mm -hmm. or salt water on your back. Imagine that trauma. And that's just nothing. And then you get to the destination, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you now, once again, um, you've obviously created relationships on that boat because humanity, we just love creating mm -hmm. relationships, right? And then mm -hmm. you all now get torn apart, right? Um, and you get sold off to different areas where now the atrocities become real. Before, that was mm -hmm. just a journey. Right now, this is where mm. real, real things start.
you know right. who they're with. You see people being decapitated, people being killed, people just be having their spirits broken. You know, so when you yeah. see someone else being made an example of, you don't even want to be anywhere near there. And also random beatings just to keep you on, you know, that one did you believe? Exactly. The, the, you know, your, hum, your humanity is stripped from you in the most brutal way. You know, if you're a man, you see, um, you know, your mother or daughters or children either get raped or killed or whatever, like that trauma. And then over time, you know, over, mm. you know, it was, slavery was what, 300 years at least? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we think about 300 years of, you know. And that's just in America. That's yeah. not 300 years from its inception, 300 years from when it was now a thing, a proper established, this is right. a business exactly. that's 300 years. You know? So there's the bit in between mm. and, and, and slightly before that when people were doing it. Mm. So that's the official recorded is 300 years. We could be talking about even up to six mm. before, before now, like, you know, because remember, um, the British, the British are the ones who perfected it. Mm. They're the ones who made, who set up the trade lines. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that were like, look, we've gone got all this land in America, yeah? Mm -hmm. We don't really have people to go there to work. Mm -hmm. So we need people to go there to work. Who's going to work? Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, there's these savages in Africa. No, 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 no. They're like, let's uh, let, let's try the Irish and the Scottish, you know, Irish mostly. Yeah, but they they will work. They they, they used to run away. Would be paid work. So, yeah, they they used yeah. to run away, and not not be identified. You know, it's like yes. well, it's America's big place. Yeah, yeah. I remember America is Kutoka when Christi whenever it was Christopher Columbus discovered it in the 1600s. Yeah. You know, by the time you get to flipping. Uh, the high point of the seventeen hundreds, all the way through there. Yeah. So we're talking about actually, realistically, we're talking about maybe four hundred and fifty odd years of slavery. Imagine that, and and then what kills as well is like as soon as Britain realized, um, you know, um, you know, America is really pushing for their own independence. You know, yep. they abolished slavery. So it's, you know, people were just right. talking about like slavery was just abolished, like, and they, oh yeah, we love you so much. But there's all the other connotations mm -hmm. of you know, actually financially. It was hurting them now. It was like, actually, the Americans are now hoarding more of that wealth. We're like, you know, we can't, and then now that's when they had that war of um, thing, you know, um, independence, you know? They had that, exactly, because they had unlimited, unlimited free labor. Yeah, that's when they were talking about, you know, oh, yeah, we should abolish uh, slavery. And they're like, no, we won't. Oh, wouldn't you? Well, exactly, because slavery was, was made illegal in everywhere in the, in the, in the British Empire, mm -hmm. which was the rest of the world, mm -hmm. basically. America right. was like, we want to succeed. We don't want to be paralyzed government. Exactly. Because America was like, they were the only power, because they had enough money, they were mm -hmm. only power to challenge. And also, they didn't need to go anywhere to challenge the British. The British had to come to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So you got to bring your boys here to fight. I'm saying, bring your boys then. Mm -hmm. We've got people here too. And we've got mm -hmm. mad slaves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And then, even in America, when America decided to abolish slavery, mm -hmm. again, it was a financial thing because the southern states were saying we want to become independent of the north mm -hmm. right and the north were like fuck that you lot are making money hand over fist mm -hmm. yeah because because like you have again got an unlimited mm -hmm. uh a free labor force mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. how because think about it. slaves weren't just picking cotton slaves were doing everything everything anything that that equates the work slaves were doing it for mm -hmm. free right <laughs> <laughs> so why would you why would you why would you be i don't know a gardener there's no money in it right no, yeah. but what i can do if i'm white what i can do is uh -huh. buy a couple of slaves uh -huh. right 
go around, take the contracts, yeah. and get the slaves to do it. Yeah. For free. <laughs> you know what, yeah? <laughs> I think that was the first, um, it, it was sort of um, the, the first, in a morbid way to look at it, it's like, it, it, it's sort of the first time the world was um, sort of moving into auto- automation, you know? It's like, yeah. you're rich enough. It's, it's like, yeah. yeah, the work will get done. Don't worry about it. You know, how yeah. will you get yeah. it? Don't worry. The food will show up. Don't you worry about that. The food will show up. Don't worry about it. You know? I've got a system. Kitchen <laughs> system. Uh, but also, like, thinking about it now, actually, what was my point? I had a point. I had a point. I had a point. Anyway, carry on. Carry on. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. like to... No, no. So, so, so I was saying, in, in America, when they decided to abolish slavery, is when they were like, they realized their businesses in the North can never, ever compete with their businesses in the South. Mm-hmm. And the South were like, well, actually, why the fuck do we need you? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We could do everything ourselves. Well, fuck it. I mean, the slaves can do it. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so the North were like, nah, this isn't just a fight for... Um, the end of slavery. This is a fight for business. This is a fight for our, for us as well. These people are outstripping us. Mm-hmm. You know, dollar for dollar, they, they, there's no, we can't compete with them. So we need to end slavery and make all men equal. And then they have to pay their slaves. And then that means now they have to come in line with the rest of us. Yeah. So even, even, even making people equal had nothing to do with we feel bad about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like now nah, we need to level this playing field. And these are way too far ahead of us. Right. We've always been pieces, pieces on the chessboard, right? Exactly, and that's why around willy nilly whenever they need something. Hey, we'll give you free healthcare. Boom. UK, same thing. We get told the same bullshit. And actually, even you know, actually, in the UK, they don't really target us at all. You know, um, the whole BAME movement, even though it's it's big, it's I don't know. Um, and when you think about politics, it's it's not very inclusive any, anymore. I don't want to say it's racist, but it's just it's just there. You know? Do you know what the bit that people forget here is, and, and, and which is sad, but it's like, unless it's financially viable, mm-hmm. there's no reason for the status quo to change ever, right? Mm-hmm. Even for, for women, whether it's women's rights, men's rights, black people, white people, whatever. Mm-hmm. All, all it is is that, like now what we were talking about before, like why, when male chauvinism was a thing mm-hmm. that, 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 matter, that mattered, when the women were like, nah, this is no good, I don't want to come to work anymore or I'm going to make your life difficult. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people go on strike when you want to get something done? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, come back and make me some money. No. Well, come on, please. No. <laughs> okay, fuck it. What do you want? You have to treat me the same. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to come back to work. Yeah. Promise? Yeah. All right. We're going to treat you the same. Pro- mm-hmm. We'll write it down on paper. Let me see. And as soon as they do that, what do they do? They put another rule in there mm-hmm. to go around the first rule. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 so, and so, like, um, that's why in America, when the slaves were, were made free, mm-hmm. then they had that Jim Crow segregation. Mm-hmm. Okay? Segregation means fine. You're, we're the, we're, we are all the same, but we're not equal. Mm-hmm. You do your thing, we do, our, you, we do our thing. As long as your thing doesn't make you more money than my thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have to think of a way. Because if, if it was all legit, if it was all like, yes, I care about you as a human being, we should stop. The equality would have started in 1850, whatever, when 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 slavery in America was finished. Mm-hmm. That's when the equality would have started. They wouldn't have needed a Martin Luther King because they would have known then mm-hmm. that actually what we're doing is fucked up. Even when Martin Luther King was alive, they still killed him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they, it, it, well, allegedly they say they killed him because you can talk about people be equal all you want. They were never going to do it. Mm-hmm. But then he said, poor people, mm-hmm. all of America, 
should have the same rights Ooh. as middle class and rich people. And they were like, you need to shoot that guy tomorrow. Like, ASAP. <laughs> the guys in the Midwest who are just living life in really dire circumstances and they're white. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, if if he gets those people mobilized, we're fucked. We've got we've got to stop him, and we've got to stop him now. Yeah, so you can imagine now, like in the Caucasus, like you know, in a place like Iowa, they'd be like, oh, that black man speaks the truth. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's like a scene from South Park, innit? That black man speaks. <laughs> that nigger speaks the truth. Exactly. <laughs> he might be a nigger, but he's on my side. Picture and jams. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, they took our jobs. See now they say they took our jobs, but now they they like it's not about black or white. They took our jobs. Like oh fuck. Yeah, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Now we can't let them do that. We have to, we have to stand up. Mm-hmm. And so, well, the rumor goes that's that's why mm. they killed him for real because they were like, it wasn't so much about him wanting black people to be free. It was the fact that he was getting ready now to mobilize poor white Americans and bring them on his side. And if he gets them on his side, boom, that's it. It's game over. The rule, the rule have to change for, for outright. Yo, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, make sure to like and comment below. And don't forget to subscribe. Yes, sir. <laughs> Love that.